Good evening. It is Monday, July 13th, 2020. It's been four months in uh, Kentucky since the uh, lockdown associated with the coronavirus began. Um, On Friday, of course, the uh, governor initiated uh, a mandatory a mandatory mask order. And I have to say that over the weekend, as I was uh, at uh, work and uh, at the grocery store and at the thrift shop, I was very encouraged, even in the parking lot uh, outside my home, to see people complying with that uh, order, wearing masks, uh, washing their hands, taking one another's health seriously. It was very encouraging. Uh, As you uh, read online, uh, maybe you spend time on social media. Certainly, I know I spend far too much time there. It might just seem as if uh, nobody cares, as if the world is full of selfish, mean-spirited idiots. Uh, But uh, what I saw yesterday indicates that the world is not full of those people. There may be one or two. (laughs) There may be more than that. But certainly the vast majority of people uh, that I encountered yesterday from a safe distance were all uh, wearing masks and uh, looking looking out for each other. And that, that was just very heartening for me. I'm so grateful to you for being a part of this ministry. I hope it blesses you. Your presence certainly blesses me. I'm Bob, and this is Evening Prayer. If I say, surely darkness will cover me, and the light around me turn to night, darkness is not dark to you, O Lord. The night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light to you are both alike. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds.
The psalm appointed for this evening, a psalm of thanksgiving, Psalm 9. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing to your name, O Most High. When my enemies are driven back, they will stumble and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit upon your throne, judging right. You have rebuked the ungodly and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. As for the enemy, they are finished, in perpetual ruin. Their cities plowed under, the memory of them perished. But the Lord is enthroned forever. He has set up this throne for judgment. It is he who rules the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with equity. The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in time of trouble. Those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you never forsake those who seek you, O Lord. Sing praise to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim to the peoples the things he has done. The avenger of blood will remember them. He will not forget the cry of the afflicted. Have pity on me, O Lord. See the misery I suffer from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gate of death, so that I may tell of all your praises and rejoice in your salvation in the gates of the city of Zion. The ungodly have fallen into the pit they dug, and in the snare they set is their own foot caught. The Lord is known by his acts of justice. The wicked are trapped in the works of their own hands. The wicked shall be given over to the grave, and also all the people that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Rise up, O Lord. Let not the ungodly have the upper hand. Let them be judged before you. Put fear upon them, O Lord. Let the ungodly know they are but mortal. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The lesson this evening is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridemaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. 
Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Parable of the Ten Bridesmaids It seems particularly timely today, during this season of Corona. Five of the bridesmaids anticipated that they may run out of oil, and so they took extra. Five just grabbed their lamps and ran, very excited, I'm sure, to meet the bridegroom, the, the fun, the festivities, the celebration that was to come. And never occurred to them that uh, things might not go as they planned. Never occurred to them to be ready, be prepared. The, uh, the five wise bridesmaids when the bridegroom was late arriving and uh, hours passed and their lamps began to run out of oil, the five wise bridesmaids had fuel to uh, replenish their lamps so that they could uh, bear light and light the way of the honored guest, the honored groom-to-be. The five foolish bridesmaids who had not been prepared were sent away empty, had to go out in the middle of the night and find someone to sell them more oil. And by the time they returned, the doors were locked, the party was going on, and they had no way in. This reminds me of a couple of things. Certainly in a physical sense, being prepared or unprepared is uh, something on the top of my mind. I think of the ways in which uh, I and my house was not prepared for that day four months ago when uh, it seems like everything in the world changed, when uh, suddenly things like uh, toilet paper and bread and milk and eggs seemed to disappear all at once from the grocery stores. I wasn't really ready for all that. It took me by surprise. Maybe that happened to you too. In fact, across the country, things were so desperate that the, uh, the government had to step in to help us, sending our uh, employers money so that uh, we could keep getting paid, sending us money so that we could afford to pay for the extra expenses increasing uh, unemployment benefits, a very expensive undertaking and a, a, a debt that uh, we and the next generations will be having to pay back for a long time because we were not prepared. And we, uh, what if many of the scientists are right, we're sort of in the middle of uh, 
this pandemic and can realistically anticipate uh, what they're calling the second wave. Certainly if history is uh, a precedent, uh, we know that a pandemic of this scale does tend to uh, return and often in, uh, even worse uh, when uh, winter comes. And so in a very practical and a very physical sense, we need to be prepared. I'm reminded of the, the, the fable of the grasshoppers and the ants, the grasshoppers who sang and played all summer while the ants worked and stored up food and provisions for themselves. And when winter came and the grass all died and the leaves all fell and the grasshoppers had nothing to, uh, to keep them alive, they, they came to the ants, but the ants uh, hadn't put enough away for everybody. The grasshoppers hadn't done the work. They weren't prepared. They weren't ready. But being prepared is about more than just having food and water and paper towels and first aid and all the things that you need in your home to be prepared for uh, crisis. Being ready, being prepared, means having your, your spiritual house in order as well. Having your soul in order, your sense of right and wrong, your sense of purpose, your sense of, of what's important. What is important? Certainly Jesus does not intend for us to hoard and store up uh, more than we need or to keep the things that we've been blessed with away from our neighbors in need. But Jesus does expect us to be ready, to make sure that our spirits are in a state that is prepared to receive the Holy Spirit the presence of our Creator, and the return of our Redeemer. Judgment will come. The psalmist reminds us judgment will come to, uh, to the wicked, to the ones whose spiritual houses are in disarray, those who have turned away from God and God's values, God's priorities. And so once again, we have the message, the same message that we heard yesterday. Be ready. Be prepared. Store up what elsewhere Jesus calls treasure in heaven. Be ready for your light to shine. Even when those spiritual consolations, even when that emotional fuel seems to be running low. Be ready. Be prepared. Amen. Let's say together what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. 
He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you, and grant that they may know and understand what things they ought to do, and may also have grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. This evening from the World Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the people of Turkmenistan. From the Ecumenical Cycle of Prayer, we pray for our sisters and brothers, members of the Anglican Church of Canada. Most Holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness through the mercies of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Let us pray now for our own needs and those of others. Lord, in addition to our supplications for all whom we love, for all our neighbors and all creation, we pray especially, Lord, for our world during this time 
of Corona. During this time, when so many are not just inconvenienced, but uh, so many are, are suffering, suffering from want, suffering from anxiety, suffering from isolation. Be with them, Lord. Bless them. And where there are opportunities for us to give comfort to our neighbors, give us the discernment to recognize that chance and the strength and the courage to pursue it with compassion and gratitude and joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance and remembering the account which we must one day give, may be faithful stewards of your bounty. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you made the universe with all its marvelous order, its atoms, worlds, and galaxies, and the infinite complexity of living creatures. Grant that as we probe the mysteries of your creation, we may come to know you more truly and more surely fulfill our role in your eternal purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, you have blessed us with the joy and care of children. Give us calm strength and patient wisdom as we bring them up, that we may teach them to love whatever is just and true and good, following the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.